It's uncanny how good you're getting. <laughs> I'm doing my little success dance over here. <laughs> it's quite the sight. Hope I never see that again. Hi, everyone, and welcome to What Would My Shrink Say, a podcast where you get inside the heads of a couple psychologists and see life through their eyes. You'll never be the same. Okay, today, one uh, topic I wanted to cover is social media, something we've, I think we've talked about before, but mm-hmm. I always get a little annoyed that you hear a lot about social media in the media, um, and you hear people talking about it, and it's, it's very negative usually, which is understandable, because there's a lot of negative things that go along with social media, mm-hmm. but I, I sort of feel like it might be interesting to talk about you know, a lot of people understandably talk about how can we prevent the bad instances of social media. Um, you know, people, kids getting bullied, trolls, all that kind of stuff, mm. political influencing, things like that. But another like angle that maybe I find more constructive would be how how do we use social media well in a well in a way that's healthy, especially mm. in a way that's psychologically and emotionally healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I thought this might be interesting because. I, I feel like I have a pretty good handle on this, actually. When yeah. I talk to other people who are very unhappy in their social media use, <laughs> I often have this, wow, yeah, you do this very differently. That's surprising that you do it like this. What are those differences when you, when you talk about your social media use with other people? What tend to be the differences that they kind of point out to you? Um. Yeah, so we can, do you want me to go? I, yeah, I've got yeah. a handful of things. If that's okay. Um, I hope this seems a little narcissistic. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's surprising to me that there's so many, there's so many people complaining about social media, but, but I think there's actually a lot of people who use it really well, and that doesn't seem to get talked about explicitly very much. Well, and I, think I feel you're like right. it, I think, I, I feel like, um, I, I think I have an overall pretty negative view of social media, but, but I would agree with you in that I think the reasons I don't like it are the potentially unhealthy uses here. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. actually curious about how you would, how you use maybe social media differently. Yeah. Um, because I do, I kind of have a negative view of it overall, but, I, but I would recognize it's probably all in how you use it. Yeah. And this really isn't to, to um, put down the, the genuine concerns around social media, which sure. I think are, are numerous for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, th- I think it can be a more a more constructive way to look at it. it can be to look at people who do use it um, well or who use it in a way that leads to them feeling good and happy and positive mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. their time. And that's largely how I feel about my time on the internet and social media. Like I, um, it al- is almost completely positive um, and helpful to me. So I, maybe it would be helpful to kind of share. Maybe I'm just lucky, but I do think there are some things I do specifically that that seem uncommon whenever I talk to other people about how they use social media. Mm-hmm. Now, now, um, when you talk to people and you can kind of see how they're using social media in an unhealthy way, mm-hmm. do you feel like the ways you choose to use it were pretty deliberate or do you just got lucky and figured out how to use it effectively or useful in a, in a, in a way to enhance your life rather than detract from it? I'd say it was, I don't know, 30% trial and error, 70% like watching other people and going, Oh, that's an interesting way of doing it. I'm going to try that Mm -hmm. or reading some article that suggested some, here's how to organize your Twitter feed or, you know, like whatever. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. more explicit, but, 
definitely a good amount of chance and trial and error too, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. Um, okay. So my kind of first rule, like, and these, I'm going to frame these. So I have three things that I, that I think have helped me. I'm not saying these are the only ways to, I don't even know what using it in a healthy way necessarily means, but I feel like it's a healthy thing for me. And there are some things I do that I think contribute to that. Yeah. So that's enough hedging. But my like first rule for myself is be a producer, not a consumer. Be a producer of social media, not a consumer. So produce what you want, post it up there, but don't be an avid searcher for other people's stuff. Don't spend a lot of time on other people's pages consuming the stuff that you're seeing. So I would say 80% of my time on social media is me putting out my own stuff and very little. I don't actually, I'm fairly active on Twitter. I'm fairly active on medium. I'm, I'm not active at all on Facebook. Um, By fairly active, what you're saying is 80% of the time you're posting stuff mm -hmm. and only 20% of the time are you looking at I don't read very much. I don't like scroll through my feed very often. Okay. So I don't, I just don't consume very much. And this is true. Why is that? Um, well, <laughs> there, there's a lot of, <laughs> there's, there's a bunch that goes into that. The first is it's, I, I think it's actually hard and stressful and time consuming to be a consumer of information in the internet age. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. there's just so much stuff. Yeah. And this leads into my second point that we'll talk to you more about in a second. But in general, it's just, I find it stressful and overwhelming and way too time consuming with not very much benefit to be a avid consumer of social media. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On the other hand, I get a lot of um, benefits out of being a producer. Um, so w- one of which, for instance, is I-, I think just generally, I feel better when I'm making stuff than when I'm taking stuff. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I think there's something, and I don't know if this is true for everyone, but I, I, in a lot of areas of my life, like generally being like being productive and producing things feels really good. There's a creative process to it that is kind of fun. Yeah, it's creative. It's, but it's also just satisfying. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, I think everyone like some little thing in your house breaks. Like my kid's toy broke the other day and I was like, okay, well, let's look at this. And I kind of like, you know, tweaked a few things and like I got it working again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's awesome. You know, like mm-hmm. it's like pride, you know, mm-hmm. when you kind of fix something or make something work. Create and yeah. Yeah. So I think there, it's just very satisfying to put something new, something I think that is positive and helpful out into the social media world um, as opposed to just skimming and kind of lightly inputting stuff. So would, would you say the, the same is true for maybe people who are just posting pictures of themselves, their family? Those things are better to do than to go look at your own feed watch other people's stuff forever. Is that what Yeah, this would be a great, I'm not on Instagram anymore, but a, I think a re, if you, if you're finding that like social media is, you feel like it's kind of weighing you down and you just don't feel great after you've been online and try an experiment for like a week or two and only post stuff. Don't scroll at all. Mm-hmm. Don't look at anything, but keep to your same posting mm-hmm. routine mm-hmm. and just see, see how you feel after those two weeks. Oh, that's interesting. I, I would bet a decent chunk of change that for most people they will feel significantly better or at least they won't feel bad afterwards. So what do you think it is about the consuming that would 
bring your mood down maybe or, or would I mean I think one thing that's talked a lot about is the comparison the oh, sort okay. of okay. you know everyone's putting forth their their sort of their best self and mm-hmm. it's kind of these mm-hmm. fake positive idealized selves and so you're you're always kind of comparing like oh everyone else is having so much fun and everyone else looks so beautiful and everyone else is so fit and mm-hmm. doing cool things and mm-hmm. poor old me I'm just not, I'm not doing anything yeah. right yeah. Um, so I think you just just removing all of that mm-hmm. but I also think a lot of it is just I think we're just hyper stimulated and I think it's more stressful than we realize. I think we're just bombarded constantly by news and information and media. And I, I, I kind of think we're just sort of drowning in it. And it's, it's based on this idea that more is better mm-hmm. like information. Like, of course it's good to be well informed and to know more stuff. Great. Right. But n- there's a, there's a very, there's a very steep, like, kind of like diminishing returns around a fire hose at this point. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I think we're, it, we're, we put ourselves under a lot more stress than we realize by being constantly bombarded by information. Even if any one bit of information is like, oh, it's an interesting article on, you know, foreign trade or mm, that's an, you know, I'm, that's cool that my roommate from college's kid is doing this thing on their third birthday or like those things aren't bad in and of themselves, yeah, but yeah. the overall quantity of them is, is overwhelming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think when you, when you shift from just, not only do you feel good about your the thing you've put out there, but you reduce the all the negatives that go along with the kind of hidden negatives that go along with consuming. Right. That I think we're, a lot of people are not aware of. Mm-hmm. So, so with consuming a lot of social media, so what you're saying is kind of right side your consumption of social media, and that ratio would probably be better if you were producing it way more than you were consuming it. Because consuming it can lead to things like comparisons, waste of time, some of these things that uh, consuming social media lends itself to so so well. Right. Okay. And then, so that my, my kind of second rule is curation, curation, curation. Mm. So, and, and what I mean by that is, I think when most people use social media, they hop on, and when you first log in or, or join, it, it like scans your contact list, and so all your you know all your friends and stuff are imported, and then you just constantly get exposed to new stuff and people send you friend requests and you go, yeah, yes, yes. Again, like more is better, right? The mm-hmm. more people I'm connected to, the better. Mm-hmm. The problem is you get this really unwieldy feed mm-hmm. in almost any, whether it's your Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or even just your email, like if you subscribe to newsletters, right? It's just this like crushing feed. It's like, A, it's just a lot, which is stressful. But then you also just end up letting in a lot of stuff that you don't actually want mm. like that that friend from high school who you haven't actually talked to in 20 years mm-hmm. you're like oh yeah that would be nice to kind of reconnect turns out they're like a <laughs> i don't know they're Crazy. on the opposite end of the political spectrum from you and they're, they're cr- constantly yeah. like <laughs> yeah. posting stuff that stresses you out right right but now now that you've accepted them you kind of feel bad about like blocking them and yeah. you're not really you just so, ignore it. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll just ignore <laughs> yeah. it. It's not a big deal, right? Yeah. But then you find yourself getting sucked into conversations and debates. you friends like that, and you're like, oh, jeez. Yeah, and if you unfriend them, it's going to go around the group, and everyone's going to know, oh, you don't like so-and-so. And mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. So I, I think we have to be a lot more intentional and deliberate about curating social media. So for me, I like Twitter a lot as a, a social media platform. And the reason is it's got this really cool feature called... Um, lists, which I think a lot of people just don't even know about, which is I, I net. So if I subscribe to, if I follow a hundred people, let's say, right. Or a thousand, uh, you can just look at your regular feed and you can kind of, 
just scroll through and see everybody's stuff all the time. But I don't want to do that. Again, that's like super overwhelming. Like I'm, if it's, I don't know, like the evening after I put the kids to bed or something and may, maybe I want to read, I follow some like, you know, psych mental health people and that might be interesting to read, but I don't, I don't want to know about like what Trump tweeted five minutes ago or like, I don't, I don't feel like learning more about the coronavirus right now, 10 mm-hmm. minutes before mm-hmm. bed, mm-hmm. but you're going to get exposed to all that kind of yeah. stuff. So what a list does is you have like categories. So I have like my sports people and I have my psych people and I have my like news stuff and I have my like friend stuff. So when I go into Twitter, I, I, I never just go to the straight feed because that's right. a mess. That's yeah. like overwhelming. Yeah. So I think about like, no, like I, I, what, I just want to look at like what my friends are posting. And so I go to that specific feed. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem is this takes work. Like it takes effort to curate your up. social media. Yeah. And a lot of social media platforms don't even allow you to do that super well. Mm. So I think that's something to think a lot about is when you're choosing which platforms do I spend time on, try to choose the ones that give you control over what you actually see and then realize like you're going to have to put in some time and work to curate what you end up seeing. Yeah. Yeah. I I think this is a really interesting point. You know, I I have a friend who was trying to get me on um, a social media platform and he showed me his phone and he's kind of a, he's a lot younger than I, he's kind of a, a frat kid. Yeah. So I'm looking at the social media thing and I'm like, whoa, I, there's a lot of stuff on the, <laughs> on social media that I'm just, wow. What platform? Uh, it was Instagram. Oh, okay. And so, you know, there's, there's, there's pictures of gals on there and girls, you know, and, and then there's things that he's interested in. And I get that. Well, then three days later, I happen to be sitting next to my mother and she's on her iPad and she's got her Facebook account pulled up and I'm kind of looking at her Facebook account. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is a different world <laughs> than what my buddy has constructed <laughs> for himself. Right. But it, it did kind of register like, Oh, you actually are kind of cultivating yeah. what you're following. And if you start choosing things to follow that are a little on the, you know, you're going to be surrounding yourself with those things. Right. And there's the world that you're going to see every mm-hmm. time you peer out into the, you know, social media world. So to think about that, I am building a, a kind of, an alternate little world here for myself. And what kind of world am I building here? Exactly. Because some people build some pretty interesting worlds. Right. Yeah. And this is, I just feel like this is a much more empowering way to think about social media, which is not that like, I mean, there's a place for, you know, Facebook has some responsibility for what type of stuff they show and how their algorithm works and all that. And I, I get that. But like, we can exert a lot of responsibility and agency over these little worlds that we choose to go into. And right. I think it's, it's important to take ownership of that. Well, the things you start subscribing to or the things you start posting, the algorithm is going to show you more of that. So uh, all these platforms seem to kind of deliver you what you're looking for. And so realize that you're, you're getting delivered what you're looking for. It's not everything that's out there and it's probably not even the most healthy things for you. Right. If so, so make sure that you're, mindfully cultivating a social platform that you get enjoyment from Mm -hmm. that you get relief from that you get some not that you're getting tons of maybe political ads or bombardment with other stimuli that maybe aren't exactly healthy realize that you're creating this space for yourself and cultivate it as such so my last little um rule for myself with social media is be social exclamation point (laughs) so i think a lot of people log on to social media and just think well, because I open up the app, 
somehow my life is going to become more social and I'm going to have all these deep, meaningful connections and I'm going to rekindle old friendships. And mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. no, you're just going to get bombarded with cat gifts and, and like political ads. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like that's what's going to happen if you just open this stuff up and don't do anything. Right. Right. So to me, my little thing of be social, what it means is like if I, if I read a blog post that I really like and that was like, ah, that was really interesting. Like that was cool. I'm going to leave a comment and say like, Hey, this was really cool. I, mm-hmm. I appreciate you took the time to write this. Mm-hmm. Like, that's awesome. Right. Be mindful of the comments you leave too, probably. But yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but and generally it's, I almost, I mean, my rule is sort of the old fashioned, like if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. <laughs> like I, yeah, yeah. I, there's plenty of things that I think like this is trash, yeah. but I'm not going to go out of my way to say <laughs> this is trash. Right, right? right. But if you find something that is really, that you really resonate with or that you really appreciate or that you find really interesting, like say something, be that, social. Yeah, that is the <laughs> stuff your friends would probably want to know about. Yeah, or it does, but here's the thing. It doesn't have to be your friends. I have made so many cool connections with people I never thought I could have connected with just because I like left a nice or like thoughtful comment. Huh. Like the a few weeks ago, no, maybe a month or two ago, there's this guy I like a lot. His name's Christian Jarrett, and he's a he's a like a psychology writer. So mm-hmm. I don't know if he's a psychologist exactly, but he he writes about a lot of for kind of science magazines and stuff. And he's he's the editor for this new magazine that I really like called Aeon. I love all the stuff they write. Mm. And so he just like asked this question. It was something like you know therapists or psychologists out there like how do you handle you know how do you think about I think it was intrusive thoughts something like that. And I, I was like, oh, yeah, that's an interesting question. And, and so I just responded with a little, again, like two sentence mm-hmm, response mm-hmm. to his tweet. Um, and then like 10 minutes later, I got a response back from him. And he was like, oh, this is really interesting. Would you, do you want to write something about this? Oh, cool. And so I, he asked me to write an essay for this new publication he's working for. Oh, that's cool. And it, it's because I just, I took like 10 seconds to, be to say like, hey, yeah. this is a really interesting question. Like here's my thought on it. To just actually be social Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. and connect with someone yeah instead of just like oh yeah like 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 skim skim mm-hmm, skim mm-hmm. what it it's the opposite of social well rather it's than mechanical. just consume it <laughs> engage with it a little bit yeah engage is a good word yeah right but it's you can't just expect social media to be social to you or mm-hmm. to make you social mm-hmm. like it's just another just like you can't expect to go to a cocktail party and expect that people are just going to become friends with you yeah. Like you have to interact. Like you have to put yourself out there. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be friendly. You have to be curious. You have to be interested. You have to be proactive, be engaged. The same thing goes for social media. And it's it like it, it it's a completely different world when you start when you start being genuinely social. It turns out like the internet can be an actually like a genuinely social place. Mm. But it's not just gonna happen. Yeah. You know, so I guess it kind of goes back to agency again. Like you, you yeah, you, you have to be proactive with this stuff, yeah. I think. so. Well, listen, I, I think those are good points. And, and I think where I don't like social media are where these three points kind of break down when people aren't doing these things, right? When they're not kind of mindfully cultivating their social atmosphere online, it's just kind of happening and they've got all these echo chambers for this or that thought process, right. you know, and it's just, ew, it gets pretty brutal. Um and when people aren't engaging or they're engaging in a real unhealthy way, when they're, when they're participating in lots of arguments or fights right. or, you know, just vitriol that, that kind of gets promoted on the internet nowadays. So th- there's a breakdown as well. Um, and then your first point was kind of, um, 
be a producer, not be a, a consumer. And that's an interesting one. I hadn't thought about that before, but that seems to actually make more sense. And if you actually thought about if everybody did that, that would be an interesting social world, right? Or a media world where, where most people are really just genuinely sharing yeah. their, their life where your 20% of your time could be spent kind of really perusing mindful, deliberate kind of things that people are putting out there rather than just tons of drivel. Yeah. Yeah. Like be, be a part of the solution, you know, not the complaining about the problem. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and the fact that there are people that are just consuming that stuff constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not really producing. They're just consumers probably. And the, the idea there, I think, um, is that if this is the world you're constantly living in, it's not the real world. You know, yeah, you, no, it, if you didn't mindfully cultivate what was going on there, you were getting a really skewed view of what the world is like and what you should be like potentially, or those comparisons can start seeping in. Yeah. So that's interesting. So I'm changing my mind about social media here. It, it seems to be much more mm-hmm. about the deliberate uh, usage and and uh, consumption and engagement that that the problems kind of lie in. Maybe not just the inherent evils of social media. The, the part of the problem I have with social media is it seems like it is so easy to to take a misstep on either of your three points here because it's not taught and it's not really um, you don't see a lot of suggestions for how to do this in a really healthy way. Mm-hmm. Well, but okay, that I, yes. But it's also, like, it's not rocket science. It's just act in the same way you would act in any normal social situation. So again, if you, if you go to a new party, let's say you get invited to a dinner party by a friend and, you know, you know a few people there, but you don't know a lot of people there. Like, what, are you just going to sit in the corner and, like, wait for people to come talk to you and kind of snarkily, like, criticize other people? No, <laughs> nobody does that. Nobody actually does that. Some people do. <laughs> Some people do. But if you're a normal person... What do you do? You let go and you sort of introduce yourself to someone and you yeah. ask them questions about themselves and you, you tell them a little bit about what you do and you, you know, you get someone a drink or you, yeah. you know, you like engage. I think the trapping though of social media is it's so easy not to do those things. It is so easy just to read these things and take pot shots at people's ideas or thoughts or whatever it is. Or it is so easy to kind of just subscribe to whatever, you know, angry mm-hmm. mood you're into at the moment and kind of surround yourself with a, with, with a bunch of really gnarly kind of posts all the time. And it is really easy just to sit there night after night and scan this stuff forever and ever and ever. So, it, but it is, it, it would require some thought and some self-discipline to, to kind of figure some of that or, or just kind of really kind of paying attention to what you're doing. The problem is I, I think a lot of people are, are turned on to these things. You know, they're, they're young, they're kids, and they're just kind of figuring it out on their own. And I don't think many of them are being very thoughtful about it how this is going to go. Yeah. And maybe that's the, just the development it has to go through is that we, we stop treating social media as an end in itself and yeah. realize that it's a means, like it's a tool. Yeah. Um, it's not just a thing. But this is a really good way to, to talk about how to start cultivating or, or how to start constructing a social media life that's healthy and, and it works for you rather than working against you. And not just one that's not bad, but one that's awesome. I've met so many cool people. Like I have friends. From, I have friends in Europe. I have friends. I have a friend in South America. I have a friend like all because mm. I've met them online and like really? built friendships online. Yeah, it's like social media can be genuinely social and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that just gets, we don't talk enough about that. Because hmm. it's no, so no. doom and gloom about like yeah, yeah. Uh, social media is ruining everything. Well, I'll admit it. I hate it. 
And but, I don't. But you're changing my mind a little and bit. I, I, well, I'm not. I'm not saying that that's not untrue. I'm just saying that's not a helpful to way to exclusively look at it like yeah. that. Because there's this whole other part that's true too. Yeah. Um, that could be really great. Yeah, I think we just need more. I mean, part of it is like I. I think like. Like people like me need to be less selfish about like, ooh, I found out how to do this and I'm just doing my, but to like talk about it and to really and say promote, like, promote this. Yeah, right? there's a different way especially to approach with, all this. Especially with kids to really kind of say, yeah. hey, this is an important thing. You're, you're getting access to a tool here that can really have an impact in your life one way or the other, mm-hmm. potentially. Might as well make it awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, 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 but there it is. I just don't, I, I think this is a really novel idea for me. I've never really heard, I mean, I've kind of known, well, people cultivate their own little lives on there, but. To, to this extent where I'm like, wow, you know, you really can be way more deliberate about how you use mm-hmm. this stuff, even in the ratio of what you consume to what you produce. I think that's my favorite point that you yeah. have here. Okay. Cool. All right. Change my mind. <laughs> hey, everyone. Nick and I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please rate us on iTunes if you get a chance. And if you have any feedback or comments for us, that'd be great as well. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in the podcast, let us know in the comment section as well. Thanks.